0: Hey there, faithful listeners. This is your host, Jen, with P40 Ministries Podcast. I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving and that you ate lots of turkey and lots of mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing and, uh, what else is there on Thanksgiving? Corn on the cob. (laughs) I hope you had all sorts of great snacks and were able to just enjoy the holiday in this crazy time that we are living in right now. But I want to start reading in Genesis chapter 20, and we're going to finish out this chapter today. We read to verse 8 last, let's see, last uh, Wednesday. And if you didn't listen to that episode on Wednesday, definitely go back and listen to it just so you're in the loop of what is happening with this episode. But I will do a brief recap, real quick. So, Abraham moves from where he lived once again, and he lives in the southland which is called gerar so he moves down there with his wife sarah and they live there and because of abraham's fear of the people he once again because this is the second time he does this that, that it's recorded in scripture he once again tells the people that sarah his wife is actually his sister so he tells the people That Sarah is his sister because he doesn't want to be killed because of his wife. Because even though she was old, she was still very beautiful. And plus, because of the promise that God had made to her, it's likely that she had begun some sort of a rejuvenation process in a sense and is able to bear children again, potentially. So because Abraham tells people that Sarah, his wife, is his sister, The king takes her, and this would have been both a peace treaty. This king, Abimelech, would have been doing a peace treaty with Abraham, taking Sarah to live as one of his concubines, saying, you know, your old sister is going to be one of my concubines, and she is going to live with me, and she's going to be taken care of, and all this sort of stuff. So Abraham says to his wife, okay, see you later, bye, and she goes with the king, And lives in his, uh, his area where the concubines live. Now, God is infuriated and he comes to Abimelech, the king, in a dream. And he says, you are dead because of what you have done. And Abimelech was like, I didn't know. I didn't know that she was not his sister. I didn't know that she was actually his wife. I had no clue. Please don't do this to me. And God basically says, okay, I understand that but restore her to her husband. Otherwise, you are dead, and not just you, but everybody who lives in your household. So now let's start on verse number 9 and read down to verse 18. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? How have I sinned against you that you have brought on me and my kingdom this great sin? You have done deeds to me that ought not to be done. Abimelech said to Abraham, What did you see?" that you have done this thing. Abraham said, Because I thought, surely the fear of God is not in this place. They will kill me for my wife's sake. Besides, she is indeed my sister, the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. When God caused me to wander from my father's house, I said to her, This is your kindness which you shall show to me. Everywhere that we go, say of me, He is my brother." Abimelech took sheep and cattle, male servants and female servants, and gave them to Abraham and restored Sarah, his wife, to him. Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before you. Dwell where it pleases you. To Sarah he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, it is for you a covering of the eyes to all who are with you. In front of all you are vindicated." Abraham prayed to God. So God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his female servants, and they bore children. For Yahweh had closed up tight all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. So after God comes to Abimelech in this dream, he wakes up early and he goes and tells his servants everything that had happened. And his servants were terrified, it says in verse 8. So Abimelech ends up calling Abraham and he says what have you done why have you done this and he fully 100% lectures Abraham and Abraham has to be super embarrassed after hearing this from a king like this this really had to have been embarrassing for Abraham just look at how Abimelech's talking to him what have you done How have I sinned against you that you have brought on me and my kingdom a great sin? So he accuses Abraham, which it was Abraham's fault, of causing Abimelech and the entire kingdom to sin, a great sin. And then he says, you have done deeds that ought not to be done. So he is fully lecturing Abraham here. This had to have been so embarrassing for Abraham because here's how he responds. He says, he starts defending himself. He says, I, I, I thought the fear of God wasn't in this place. I thought that you would that I would be killed because of my wife, Sarah. And he says, besides, she is actually my sister. She's the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother. So he's, he's trying to make himself out to not be the bad guy in this situation, saying, I didn't actually lie. You know, she is my half-sister. And he, then he blames God a little bit. In verse 13, he says, when God caused me, To wander from my father's house. So he's blaming God. When God caused me to wander from my father's house, I said to my wife, This is your kindness, which you shall show to me. Everywhere that you go, say of me, He is my brother. And Abraham had said this to Sarah because she was very, very beautiful. And he's, he is blaming God because God had caused him to move. And Abraham says, I, I'm scared, you know, I, I'm living as, as a foreigner in all these different countries. And, you know, my wife is super beautiful. And I didn't believe the fear of God was in this place. And I thought I'd be killed because of her beauty. And then he says, and besides, she's my sister. And back then, culturally, It was okay for people to marry their sisters and their brothers. Now, God did away with that in the law. He no longer allowed that. But at the beginning of time, because of the population, it was okay to marry your sister or your half-sister or whoever else. But I want to point this one out because I had talked about Lot and his two daughters. From the very beginning, it was never okay for a for a father to sleep with his daughters. That was never ever okay. So I wanted to point that one out there. But getting back here to uh, Genesis chapter 20, it's just funny cuz Abraham is trying to make himself look as good as possible saying, "I was scared, you know, my wife is beautiful and she's my sister," saying that he didn't actually lie. And also he Abraham did kind of blame God here. Now God, even though he shows Abimelech anger for what Abimelech did. He did not show that kind of anger towards Abraham in this situation. And I believe that's because God really has, later on, he really has some very hard things for Abraham to do. Abimelech, it was just, return the wife and you won't die. But Abraham, if you continue to listen and, and read about Abraham's story you will see that God has some very, very tough things for Abraham to do later on. So I don't believe that this fully goes unpunished on Abraham's account. And many people do. Many people believe that this goes completely unpunished for Abraham. But I truly don't believe it does. I think God sticks up for Sarah greatly. And I think that he has some plans for Abraham in the future as well. So Abimelech, in verse 14, takes all this cattle and this sheep and these male and female servants, and he gives them to Abraham. And then he restores Sarah, his wife, to him. Now, God didn't say that Abimelech had to do all this stuff and give away all this money and these servants and these cattle and um, sheep and everything. He just said, give Sarah back to Abraham. But Abimelech is probably so terrified from this dream that he goes above and beyond and gives Abraham all this stuff along with Sarah. But God never said that Abimelech had to do that. That's something Abimelech just decided to do. And so Abimelech gives all this stuff to Abraham. And I find this hilarious here. He says to Sarah in verse 16, behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Just imagine the snark that Abimelech is saying to Sarah. Here's your brother's a thousand pieces of silver for you. Like I can just imagine how snarky Abimelech was at this point. So he says to Sarah, behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. You are now vindicated before everybody who is standing here. So he pays Abraham for Sarah, for the wrong done to Sarah. And Sarah is restored to Abraham. And this Seriously, this had to have been so embarrassing for Abraham. And then to Abraham, he says in verse 15, my land is before you go and live where you want. So Abimelech doesn't kick out Abraham like the Egyptian king did in chapter 12. But he says to Abraham, look, you can just live wherever you want. Just I can imagine Abimelech was like, just don't mess with me anymore. So Abraham then prays to God and God heals Abimelech, Abimelech's wife and his female servants, and they were able to now bear children. And it says in verse 18 that Yahweh had closed up tight all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. And I don't believe that was just a punishment towards Abimelech's house, I believe that was also a safety precaution in a sense, because Sarah was not to have Abimelech's son. She was to have Abraham's son. So I believe that God sealed up tight all the wombs. That's what it says in verse 18. That's like old English, but he had closed up tight all the wombs because Sarah was there. Sarah was not supposed to have any children with anybody other than Abraham because otherwise Jesus' line would be disputed to this day. Was Jesus from Abimelech's line or was he from Abraham's line? No, God could not do that. Jesus had to be from Abraham's line. There had to be no question about that whatsoever. Otherwise, it would be disputed and Jesus would be made to look like a liar and a phony so that could not happen and god sealed up all the wombs meaning that he was that he made the women unable to bear children and that was because of sarah abraham's wife so after abraham prays and sarah is restored to him he prays for abimelech and abimelech's wife and all the women and everybody, the entire household and everybody was healed, including Abimelech. And I don't know why it says God healed Abimelech. So it's possible that Abimelech had some sort of disease or sickness that isn't mentioned in the Bible because it says that God healed Abimelech or it could be in a spiritual sense, God healing Abimelech from, you know, this sin or something along those lines as well. So this was the end of Genesis chapter 20 and a breakdown of it. I hope that this was interesting to you. Join me on Monday. We will be talking about, let's see here, Genesis chapter 21. And that's a really interesting chapter. So join me at 6 a.m. Now, if you like everything that I'm doing here on the podcast, make sure to share it because We are supposed to, as Christians, to share the gospel to everyone. And this is an easy way for people to dig into the Bible, to listen in the morning with their cup of coffee, and really begin to understand what the Bible means. So make sure to share this podcast on your social media platforms. And thank you guys so, so much for tuning in and for listening. But as I say at the end of every podcast episode, happy listening. And God bless.